Just a blaze of orange today. Yeah. Good day to you, everybody. Gene Shepard, welcome. Morning. No, we didn't. We didn't never checked with each other. Look at this. Everybody's burned. <laughs> Sartorial excellence this morning. Well, hey, what the heck? Is you? Yeah, what did the, I say? What I, is this universal American experience? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wrote it down. What here. PR man laid that on you? I like that. That's that's heady. <laughs> well, I can understand it. You After can? all, I wrote it. Oh, you wrote it. <laughs> Sounds like a rock band. <laughs> no, but you know, the funny thing is, I thought we might talk about some of the things that everybody can identify with, like the prom, like that date you really didn't want to go on, or the date you wish you had gone on. There's a lot of things we can identify with. This is a terrible hour of the morning to play Abby. Dear. <laughs> it's, it's, it's enough to play up, huh? Yeah. I want to tell you, Gene Shepard is a humorist, author, lecturer, producer. Gene Shepard's a busy man. And what he's done lately, what we wanted to talk about today was what Janet referred to as a, a program on PBS. It's called, it's about the open heart. The it's phantom. a phantom. Oh, yeah. Well, well, a phantom that's of the a open phantom. heart. It's a comedy. It's not a, it's yeah. not a, you know, regular. Well, it's based on an old superstition that if you see a vision or a face in a hearth in the fire, it's luck. But you well, know if it's good or bad, huh? It's the, it, it's an old, it's an old steel mill superstition. It's oh. not, it's not, uh, you're thinking of a, of a furnace at home or a fire at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is an open hearth. In the steel mill. Oh. And uh, there's an old uh, steel mill superstition. I worked in the mill when I was a kid. Well, yeah, not in Gary, Indiana, Indiana, by any chance. Near Gary. Did you? Well, Gary is just one town along that line of uh, yeah. towns that string along Indiana there from South Chicago. Was it Hammond, East Chicago? Hammond, Gary, Chicago, Whiting, Indiana Harbor. Mm -hmm. all of, how do you know those? I'm towns? from Indiana. That's oh, right. well, I grew up in Hammond. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so, yeah. We're Hoosiers. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's, so I knew I had problems, Wayne. Said. Well, she could tell you right away that the people outside of Indiana have this idea that Indiana is all this bucolic country, you know, barefoot boy with cheek and all that. And corn-fed. Hammond is the toughest town this side of, oh, I would yeah. say, Calcutta. <laughs> tough, tough, wouldn't you? I think so. Tougher oh. than Youngstown? Oh, come on. Are really? You kidding? We used to farm our, our weaklings out to Youngstown. Oh, I find that difficult to you believe. You don't know Hammond, man. <laughs> well, we used get... to fist fight our way to go to school just to get into first grade. <laughs> I bet a lot gave up, too. Huh? I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> With the Youngstown. But what was so beautiful about that area, is, and still is, is the beautiful mix of nationalities. Oh, everybody is. That's yeah, right. that's, you know, it never, that's, that's an interesting point you bring up. When I, it wasn't until I came east and, and lived in New York that I did not realize that everybody, everybody grew up knowing, uh, well, my best friends were guys named Bolas Rakowski and mm -hmm. Gaze and Nemeth and, and I dated a girl whose mother was a Laplander. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny, I, uh, the East has a totally different view of the Midwest than is true. Don't you agree? I agree. I, I would love to go on talking about home. I know you would, too. Yeah, but I we want to talk about uh, visions. I understand we're going to be seeing this all summer long on PBS. Well, I hope so. It's a, it's a, it's a film. It's, it's a, uh, the Vision series is a very, very interesting series. You know, uh, there's been a lot of talk in, in uh, writing circles for the last few years that there is no place for serious writing any longer on television, mm -hmm. you know, like there was in the days yeah. of Patty Shayevsky and Rod Serling right. and Reginald Rose. And it seems that everybody uh, who writes today is anonymous, and they all write Kojak. Yeah. And they're all the same. Yeah. But what is uh, the Phantom well, of the Earth? We have a, a piece of... Yeah, he's going to want to set it up. Well, what is Phantom? Well, it's yeah. hard to explain it. It's a, it's, a, it's a film. It's a film that was an adaptation of two novels that I did. And... Uh, it's a third creation. It's not really an adaptation. It's it's a, it's something that grew out of these two novels. Well, what are we going to see here? Because I know you brought us a clip. What are we going to well, see? Well, we have a little clip here that uh, that 
see, the film is done in a, in a kind of surrealistic style. It's a comedy, but it's very surreal. It's not a realistic comedy. And it's, it, it happens in this guy's mind, mostly. And you know how your mind is. Your mind will distort things. Mm-hmm. You'll be lying in bed at home, and all of a sudden, a $20 phone bill seems to be a mile high. Mm-hmm. Or uh, an argument at the office gets to be like King Kong. I mean, exaggeration. Yeah, exaggeration. And this is the way this is done. And this scene here, I think the scene they've selected, is a scene that shows what an adolescent boy, the way he sees a girl. Oh. Just this moment there. It's, it's, it's the girl madness. Oh. Let's take a look at it. Did you ever have it? Of course oh, you did. It's been so long, I can't remember, but I'm sure I did. <laughs> yeah. Who are you taking? Daphne Bigelow. Good, I bet. Hey, Mom, Dad, it's a letter. Don't leave the screen door open. What'd you say, Randy? Dad's got a letter. Listen to this. Congratulations, you have won a major award in our $50,000 Great Heroes from the World of Sports Contest. It will arrive by special messenger delivered to your address. You are a winner. Congratulations. (laughs) Okay, we'll be right back in just a second. We just saw a couple of scenes from uh, Phantom of the Open Hearth. And it is, uh, we mentioned before that the lack of really serious writing on television today, it's, it's just like a mold. You know, you got to get in the police force and you got to go after the bad guy. And it's, if it is the French connection, it's the 37th connection or whatever it is, you know. And it's monotonous. But you're going to give us something different. Well, that's what uh, the whole idea of Visions is, actually, is to uh, give uh, an area, an, an avenue for creative writing on television. Now, I chose to write my thing in the form of a film. Now, most of them are teleplays. This is not a play. It's written in, in, in classical film language. See, how do you do that? How does that differ? Well, very much so. A play, first of all, has acts, mm-hmm. long extended scenes, whereas a film can have scenes that are only milliseconds long. You jump from location to location, area to area. You can play with time. That's got to be tougher, though, Gene, isn't it? It, it, it? It's more natural to me. I find I've written both plays uh, and and film work. And to me, film is more natural because I grew up with film. I went to films as a kid. But don't you have to edit in your head all the time? But you do it automatically if you grow up as a, as a film fan. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't think. It's just like uh, it's like a kid probably growing up today uh, thinks in terms of, of Kojak. He says, well, a car crash now. Just automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we have the tires. And a commercial break. Uh, now we have the car rolling down yeah. the hill burning. I bet you were a great fan of the 40s <laughs> movies, weren't you? No. Why not? No, I'm not. 
I loved them. That's the way they were. They were no, more... No, I'm not. I, 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 to me, uh, the most interesting films I've seen were films... Um, I think I'm much more interested in, in modern techniques. Uh, for example, Richard Lester, mm -hmm. uh, Robert Altman. Mm -hmm. Altman, this film is very close to the techniques of Altman. In other words, I, I, I'm exper I experiment with the, with the medium rather than... It's more technique, though, Gene, than substance. Yeah, right. not, a, no, yeah. not necessarily. Oh, no, no. May I, may I raise a hand? Yeah. The technique and substance welded, you have a dynamite combination. Sure you do. In other words... How many of those have you seen? Well, we're trying to do it in this. Well... In short, you but sometimes they get carried away with trying to have the technique overpower the substances, John. Yes, I can say that, and I can also say too, though, that there are too many films that are all story and no technique. Uh, this also makes a dull film. Any writer will tell you that you can sit down if you write plottingly a beautiful novel. No one reads it. Uh, but, what, but what do you do it for? Do you do it for yourself and for your dedication to your medium? Or do you do it for commercial reasons to appeal to people? You do it the way you do it. In other words, I don't sit down and say, well, I'm going to do this for the audience, or I'm going to do this for me. Mm -hmm. You have your own language. It's just like you're talking to me. You talk in your own language. You don't sit down and say, how would Gene like me to talk? But I do, though. Not well, necessarily not. How, how I talk, but I want to make myself understandable. I want to well, make myself or make my questions interesting enough to, say, provoke something interesting yeah, from well, you. I forgot the question. What is it? Well, I, I, I assume that we we're all trying okay. to communicate. I yeah. mean, uh, to, see, Gene and I are following each other, John. You yes, I understand. That's right. well, I'm. I know this film is perfectly understandable to anybody who watches it. Uh -huh. The point I'm 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 getting at though is that it does not necessarily have to be unsophisticated to be understandable. Mm -hmm. yeah. In short, uh, as a writer, even as a writer on, even when I perform on stage. I, I perform very differently from Don Rickles. I require the audience to use their imagination, too. Now, many are on, uh, will not do it, so then I just leave them. Gene, we're going to look for the Phantom of the Open Hearth, and I know our viewers will, too, because now you got me so excited about it. I, I understand what you're talking about, and if it's novel, if, it's, uh, if it has something to say, I think everybody... Well, all is. I'm trying to do is to make you laugh in this film. Perfect. Uh, that's, You've I mean, got me. I'm not attempting to uh, convert you to Gene, anything. We're going to take a break right now, and the James Montgomery Band is coming in for a little soft background music. <laughs> <laughs> I heard them tuning up. They're well, going to be in here in just a minute. Understand. I want to tell you, I'm ready. We get this James Montgomery Band, we've got the energy crisis licked. <laughs> they can light the whole East Coast. Be right back in just a minute.